Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. You may not recognize today's guest by name, but I know you recognize the brands that he works with. Dave Fink, the founder of Posey.com, has created direct mail campaigns for companies like the Dollar Shave Club and Thrive Cosmetics. The reason you're familiar with these brands is due to the actionable methods his company created using direct mail marketing campaigns. Dave is a consumer internet and tech entrepreneur, and he is at his best when he can leverage emerging technologies and simple ways to solve real world problems. Today, Dave shares his rediscovery of something old, direct mail, and how it can help you increase the ROI of your business. I've always wanted to talk to a master of direct marketing about, uh, about this, so I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to it. So I'm really curious. You have a pretty storied history in, uh, you know, with startups. Uh, we were talking in the pre-show that you, uh, you know, you lived for a while in LA and was part of that scene. Now you moved to Austin, which also has a great startup scene and a great technology scene. So tell me a little bit about your background and what makes you so amazing. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can answer that question. I, I appreciate the, the, the confidence. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've spent, you know, it's crazy to think about, but about 25 years now in, in consumer internet with a heavy focus on kind of the quantitative side of marketing. I think what has kind of made it an interesting career and, and I think what kind of drives me is kind of the fact that I've been able to kind of bounce back and forth between being on the marketing technology side where, you know, companies I've been involved with or launched had, you know, um, kind of really kind of leaned into the ability to gain insights, use data, um, you know, build prediction, and uh, and kind of execute and optimize um, you know growth strategies using modern technology, and then and then I would do that for a while, and I would jump into working um, at or launching a consumer brand, and leveraging the advantages that that you know that you know my teams had learned about you know how you can engage directly with consumers by building marketing technology so by being able to kind of sit on both sides of the the table the marketing technology and distribution side and then the brand development and growth side it's it's just it's allowed me i think to to stay on top of and you know emerging technologies and and how the world engages um, with consumers and how the world engages with brands so yeah that that's been 25 years why direct marketing? Like why send out a physical, you know, a physical piece of paper and challenge me on this, please, that a lot of people will throw away. Well, look, 
So you know, when you think about you know quantitative advertising, it it is it is a numbers game, right? So for the marketers brands you know that are listening right now, you know they they know that it's you're never going to run a an engagement campaign or performance marketing campaign or brand campaign where a hundred percent of the individuals you you know, reach and message are going to resonate and become customers. Like th that's just not a real world expectation. You know, you're looking for efficient methodologies to, you know, to tell you an authentic story to, you know, prospect consumer sets where, you know, a higher percentage of them will engage with you over time. Um, not all of them. In the direct mail world, we don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about, you know, the paper itself or the ink that goes on the paper. That doesn't mean we don't think about messaging and storytelling and design elements, but we don't think about, you know, the, the actual tangible. What, what we think about is, you know, who, you know, what our product is, the, you know, who our, our existing customers are and what insights we can gain from, you know, why they became our customers, why they're satisfied customers, why they continue to engage with us. And then we think about, you know, who, you know, are, you know, who are addressable marketers, who, who, you know, who the prospects are that, you know, we think, um, you know, our product or service can, can serve. And so, you know, direct mail is one of these, these, you know, original channels where you were always able to use data. You were always able to communicate directly with your audience. And, and, it, and, you know, it, it was always measurable. What it was lacking was the technology to make it, you know, dynamic, behave dynamically the way that we expect, you know, social media search, programmatic display to behave today. And so what we think about is how do we, you know, bring the technologies that we've relied on in these digital channels to direct mail, which is big, scalable, performant. And yes, the media happens to be at the end you know, of the day, a, a, a piece of paper, or, you know, some ink on it, but, you know, the tactics, strategies, and kind of concepts behind it really are understanding your audience, you know, using the power of your, your, the insights you have on your first party, you know, data, activating campaigns by using, you know, really world-class third-party data assets that are available to, to target direct mail campaigns, testing, you know, um, and getting your messaging and your design elements correct, and then having a really complete view on, on measurement. So you understand, you know, if what you're doing is, is successfully conveying the message and engaging um, those consumers the way that you, yeah, you, know, you think it it will, or that you're hoping it will. You know, I want to share with you a quick little story. My wife just moved here to the United States about four years ago, right? And I have always been the guy that would throw out any extra paper that came in my mailbox. I didn't really subscribe to any of these services that just drop a bunch of stuff on you and you know hope you did. It. I mean, I, I didn't even have cable. Right. I would just Netflix like and that's it. That, that was the only streaming service I had. So now that we moved into a house, uh, uh, you know, we moved into a house and now we have cable at home. Right. So now that we have cable, she's actually watching broadcast TV and I'm watching broadcast TV and I'm like, please shoot me now. Didn't we just kill commercials 10 years ago? Right. Didn't we just kill all this stuff? And, you know, she gets wind of uh, HelloFresh. Sure. Right? So now we have HelloFresh. Now we have HelloFresh coming to the house and now we're getting all of these, we're getting inundated by all of these, you know, direct mail marketing pieces. And, you know, thanks to her, I started paying more attention to, you know, what's coming in, why it's coming in, what kind of brands are coming into, uh, you know, that are really targeted towards her and her buying habits. And, you know, as a, as a marketer at heart, it is absolutely fascinating. 
right? Because it's not just a question of let's just send 15,000, you know, ads to, you know, a particular zip code. There is now, uh, a, you know, the the sharing of that information across these different types of products that could that she could have an affinity to that also start coming into the mix. Right. And I think that's one of the big things that, uh, you know, those that are just like direct mail equals dinosaurs, you know, that's just not the case anymore because the fact of the matter is you are receiving this, you're receiving this on the daily. And what happens is that you're able to connect, you know, these, uh, these products that you're seeing coming, coming into your home. Then you see them on an end cap at target. You see them in an end cap in, in Walmart or, you know, wherever else you may shop. And that's, you know, like also part of the draw, right? So you're, you, you know, you're increasing these number of touch points in order to increase the awareness of these brands. Yeah, you touched on a lot of, of really powerful stuff there. And I'm going to try and just touch on a few things quickly. So, so you know, one is, I think the, the experience that you had with when you engage with the brand somehow, you know, you know, that started acting as signal for you, you to be targeted by other other brands that that kind of align with your interests and and you know, your your shopping preferences and whatnot, and you know those are things that the internet's done really well. You know platforms like Facebook and Google do really well, and you know there's a lot of talk around you know um, consumer privacy and the use of data and what's fair play and what's not fair play. But you know if we take a step back and think about they're just being consumers, you know, um, you know, wanting to be in the know and discover new products and services that may improve our lives or um, just you know give us some joy. You know, the reality is that that at least I, you know, speaking for myself, you know, I do want to be advertised too. I just, you know, I don't want it to be too interruptive. I don't want it to be not targeted to me, right? And so if if I had the ability to only watch TV commercials that entertain me, that were aligned with my interests and shopping preferences and, um, you know, you know behaviors, uh, you know, that would be a, a, a much you know, more interesting trade. And the quantitative channels like social, like search, like programmatic display, and certainly like direct mail allow for that. And, and so ideally, we're finding a better consumer experience. We're allowing brands to invest their marketing dollars more efficiently and do a better job being able to have more budget left over to invest in product innovation and servicing their, their customers. Um, and those are all, I think, you know, good things that have come along with you know, sophisticated marketing capabilities. You know, the other piece that, that just really interesting, I, I just came off a call with a, um, a really savvy uh, marketer at one of the brands that we work with. And we were talking about TV and you know, the the their experience with you know um, advertising on linear TV and their experience with connected TV and OTT, and and we were talking about how their experience today is that linear TV is a much more effective um, and ROI positive channel for them, even though the targeting is is more general. So it's the opposite of what we just talked about. Um, you know, TV networks are still kind of selling, you know, basic demographic, you know, makeups against specific shows. And, um, and then you have this idea of OTT or connected TV that in theory, the targeting behaves much more like digital where you're, you're buying ads against audiences, not just TV shows. And, and what was brought up is, is it's also the, the medium itself. And so when you're watching a, a show on ABC or NBC, like you, there's a consumer contract, you're getting that, you know, more or less for free. You're expecting that you're going to get 
whatever that is, six or seven minutes of TV or of, of commercials for every th- you know, 23 minutes of um, programming. And, and you just accept, accept it. And, and, and it's been that way forever, um, at least as far as, you know, our generation, you know, thinks about forever. But when you're watching OTT, where maybe you're paying a subscription for, you know, a Hulu, for a Hulu membership that's already fairly expensive, and all of a sudden you start getting, you know, ads and you can't skip past those ads or, you know, DVR past them. I think, you know, that, you know, consumers are maybe, they're not happy with that because they feel like, you know, they're already paying for a premium service. Why are they, are they getting ads? And so at least that's the hypothesis that, that came out of this previous conversation. And to me, what that talks about is like, you know, we, we have to think about each, uh, you know, advertising channel that we're engaging with uniquely. We have to step into the shoes of our audience, you know, and, and understand who our target audience is, but also understand contextually what their expectation is when engaging with an ad in each unique channel. And the way we, you know, the, the TV spot we run on an ABC primetime program probably needs to be different in nature and tone and vibe than what we're running on Hulu. What we, you know, what we run on, you know, a direct mail ad may need to be different than what we run in a newsfeed ad or on a YouTube pre-roll. Shouldn't be off-brand. It all has to work to tell the same authentic story, but the actual um, nuances, uh, you know, need to to align with not just what we know, the insights we have on our customers, but also understanding the media that we're engaging with and developing some expertise on a channel-by-channel basis. Thank you for breaking all that down. One of the cool things that a lot of people really need to, you know, keep in mind is, you know, are the fundamentals and, you know, the fundamentals going back, Dan Kennedy, Napoleon Hill type fundamentals, you know, where it is about the story. It is about, you know, the tie in and, you know, getting to your right audience. So what we have now are basically just sharper tools, right? Is that, uh, you know, uh, where the you know, let's just take like the Valpac. The Valpac would just send, you know, like a whole bunch of uh, paper to, uh, you know, to a specific address. But you now have some really cool tools that, you know, that can help target this. Can you talk a little bit about what is fresh and new in direct marketing as opposed to the old school stuff that we may have remembered as a kid? Sure. And, and, and it's not in a vacuum. So, you know, we have more access to tools across every channel, our entire marketing stack, whether that's, you know, our CDP or our CRMs, or, or certainly the, the, the tools um, that allow us to deploy campaigns, whether it's, you know, ad surveying or an SMS server or, CR, or an email server, et cetera. And direct mail is no different. So, you know, our, our mission at Posty is, you know, this channel, you know, the direct mail channel reaches every, you know, it's massive. It reaches anyone with an address. There's always been interesting data out there, although some of it's been harder to access and unlock the power of. And there have been ways to do measurement, right? If you know the address of someone you're um, sending a piece of mail to, and especially if you're a direct consumer brand or you're capturing um, conversion data at POS in store, um, you can, you know, in theory, triangulate, you know, you know, the, the ROI from each of your campaigns. It, it's just that executionally, it's it's a channel that's always been done very manually. You, know, you pick up the phone, you call a printer, you're you know trying to source lists somewhere, you're working off Excel. And I think as a marketer today, we expect to be able to to do a lot more with our time and to have automation and efficiencies and and quite frankly, the accuracy that software provides. So we think about our, our really kind of three buckets of of need in any media channel, but specific to direct mail, we think about you know better targeting. And better targeting comes from 
providing you know brands insights to who their first party customers are that can that can then in turn be used to make decisions on targeting for their direct mail campaigns. Um, those tools are very robust and and probably too in depth to go into in in one you know initial conversation here. But you know very similar to anyone who's bought you know ads, lookalikes, programmatic ads on on a channel like Facebook or the Trade Desk or DB360, et cetera. You know, those same you know, audience capabilities, both on the insights and the targeting are available um, in direct mail through the Posty platform. Two is the execution. You know, the you know, to this day, the vast majority of the $50 billion spent in direct mail um, is being executed in like 60 and 90 day cycles, right? A big brands engaging with, you know, an agency, their print brokerage that maybe they're executing, you know, with a big team internally, they're engaging with a sea of vendors on logistics and printing and, and deployment. And, and an idea that they come up today usually isn't into the wild for another 60 days minimum. And, and so for us, we, we just think that that, you know, you know, consumer behavior changes so quickly, like you need to be you know, able to activate, you know, decisions, optimizations, ideas, you know, as close to real time as possible. And so it is possible using, you know, technology like Posty to come up with an idea today to be in production tomorrow and to be in someone's mailbox in you know, a couple of short days. The third piece is measurement. And so all that is great and exciting, but if you don't know what's working with, you know, with a, a lot of you know, high conviction, then, then how do you know how to optimize? And so, you know, again, you know, uh, you know, the third kind of tentpole of what, what we focus on building software to do is to interact with your um, conversion paths, just like your digital channels do, so that we can surface real-time measurement attached to specific ads or audiences or campaign strategies that you're running. So, you know, again, within a matter of, you know, a few days to, you know, in, you know in some cases, you know, a few weeks, you have a really good idea of what's working, and then you can make you know, budget um, allocation optimization decisions quickly. And instead of maybe optimizing direct mail on a quarterly basis, you're, you're literally optimizing on a daily basis. That is an amazing view of the future, right? Because uh, you know, basically, what we're talking about here is being able to shorten those uh, shorten those development cycles, make quicker decisions, and also you know, like just pivot to really hone in on your target market. So, you know, all of that is super. It's such a great mission. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, it's certainly fun. And technology allows us to re- really, you know, unlock you know, just about any crazy idea that that um, we can come up with, certainly in the marketing world. And, and you yeah. know, and, and put it to work. Um, and, and, you know, again, the, the marketing for marketing's sake is, is not the goal. The goal is, you know, we all have businesses, products, services that we feel very passionate about bringing to the, the world. And um, in order to continue being able to do that, we have to be able to efficiently generate revenue, acquire customers, um, and get in front of, you know, the right prospects. And, and so the more sophisticated, I think the capabilities become, the easier it is to, um, to execute, the more ubiquitous these, you know, these capabilities become in the marketing world. They're going to be a lot more great products and services that, um, that are brought to, you know, brought to consumers. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's, I find it very refreshing being able to, you know, talk about how we are utilizing some of these old school concepts and really breathing new life into them and not only making them cool, but making them just as functional, if not more functional than what they were before. So thank you so much for sharing that. 
Dave, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly? Absolutely. So we, we work hard, our marketing team works hard to publish great content on our website. So postie.com, P-O-S-T-I-E.com um, is a great place to start. And certainly we make it really easy for you to engage um, with us and, and um, team members if, if you want to learn more. My platform of choice um, is LinkedIn. So if you have a specific question you know, for me, feel free to find me on LinkedIn. My um, handle is David L. Fink. And um, very easy for us to communicate um, through either you know, LinkedIn Messenger or, or, um, or at least connect. Awesome. Dave, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time, breaking down these concepts. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.